Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Then people came out to see what had happened. And when they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You may remember last fall when I preached about my time at Parchman. And when I say my time at Parchman, <laughs> I am speaking about the trip I took a couple of years ago with Bishop Sage to Parchman for his visitation to the Episcopal Church there, which is called St. Vincent's. He goes a couple of times each year, and one of the times he went, some of the inmates were inquiring about the Chapel of the Cross and some of our parishioners, because you may recall that uh, a number of years ago we had a very vital and fruitful prison ministry here at the Chapel of the Cross. And so he, he thought it would be nice to invite the clergy along with him on his next visit. And so Ben could not go, uh, but I was able to. So uh, I went with the bishop up there to celebrate the Holy Eucharist um, in the Spiritual Life Center with the inmates and uh, the bishop. He, um, he preached, celebrated the Eucharist, and confirmed one person. And um, I had the chance to assist him in the service. And then after that, we uh, broke bread over lunch with the inmates in what I guess is um, the equivalent of the parish hall in the Spiritual Life Center at Parchman. And, and that was really neat. Uh, we got to sit down with some of the inmates here, their stories, um, hear about their time at Parchman, and many of them were very open and went as far as uh, telling me about the circumstances that got them into Parchman. So it was a really neat experience. But after lunch, we packed up the car and we drove for about 10 to 12 minutes. That's when you really know how big Parchment is, is when you're driving uh, for 10 to 12 minutes and you're still on the prison grounds. So we drove over to Unit 29, which is death row. And so we had to leave uh, all of our belongings, our wallet and our cell phones, in, our, uh, in the car, and we went through all the security. We went through maybe two or three different checkpoints. Uh, we went through long corridors of barbed wire and chain link fence. 
And finally, after about 10 minutes of walking, we got into uh, the block, the cell block of Unit 29, Death Row. And so what we did was we went around to the cells and, um, and invited the inmates into conversation, into prayer, and uh, Bishop Sage would share communion with them. We had previously consecrated at the service at the Spiritual Life Center um, communion. So there was a little cup of grape juice with the wafer on top. And so Bishop Sage would pray the Lord's Prayer with them and then would give them communion using that. And some of the conversations were really neat. Um, I, I was talking to one inmate and uh, I noticed there's a Scrabble board next to me. And I said, Lee, what is, what is, it looks like you're playing Scrabble. And he said, yes, I'm playing with the inmate in cell number three. He said, um, you know, I'll play a word and then the guards will come over and, and get, the, uh, get the game and wheel it over to cell three and he'll play a word. And so we'll go back and forth like that. And he said, but since you are here, since we have visitors, the guards are, uh, they, can't, they can't, can't take it over to cell number three. So that was pretty cool. And the conversations were really very Holy Spirit-fueled. They were very, they were very excited and very appreciative of the fact that somebody would come and visit them in, in prison. You know, one person said to me, you know, we're the most ostracized people in society, so we really appreciate you all coming and talking to us because we need preaching too. We need forgiveness as well. And so it was a really great experience, and I've been itching to, to get back to Parchment since then. But as we entered the uh, cell block of Death Row, three different times we were told, you can talk to any of the inmates, but do not go near cell number four. Do not go near cell number four. And the two prison guards who told us this didn't elaborate any further. But the chaplain to Parchman, who was our companion along the way, told us, he said, yes, the inmate in cell number four has some sort of a demon inside him. And he gets really angry, uh, just goes nuts, and the guards have to intervene to make sure he doesn't hurt himself. So they'd rather he not do that. So that's why they asked us not to go over and talk to him because he's just, he's got some kind of a demon inside of him. But what he said next really struck a chord with me, and I will remember it for as long as I live, because it reminded me of today's gospel lesson, the Gerasene demoniac. The chaplain said, but when our Savior Jesus Christ comes in his glory, even that guy in cell number four will be healed and in his right mind, and even he will be given peace and made whole. Today's gospel lesson is about those things. It's about peace, being made whole. But more than that, today's gospel lesson is about, it's about transformation. It's about transformation. I was really nervous about going to Parchman. And it wasn't because I was going to be in a place where, you know, people were walking around with guns um, and there was lots of security. Uh, there was lots of barbed wire and fencing, um, 
surrounding me. It had nothing to do with the fact that I would be in the midst of people who had committed a crime. What it had to do with was the fact that I knew that by going to, to parchment, I was going to be transformed. And that made me nervous. I knew I was going to be transformed by the experience. And that right there made me nervous. Transformation is scary. We're Southerners. We don't like change. Transformation is scary, but it is necessary in the life of a disciple of Jesus. All of us have been transformed and are continually being transformed. We are continually being called to be transformed. You are transformed at your baptism. And each time you come into this place and you sit in these sacred pews and you go up and you hit your knees and receive the body and blood of your Lord, you are transformed. Little by little, you may not even notice it, but little by little, God's power, God's grace, God's forgiveness is working in you and you are being transformed. We see the power of God's transformation in today's gospel lesson. When Jesus steps out onto dry land, he immediately is met by this person who has demons. This person who, like those prisoners at Parchman, has been ostracized and cast away. And Jesus heals him, gives him peace, makes him whole. And by the end of that gospel lesson, this garrison demoniac is transformed from someone who is demon-possessed to someone who is a disciple of Jesus Christ. That is the power of God's transformation. But it can be scary. Although this man was transformed, although he went from demon-possessed to a disciple of Jesus Christ, those people who saw it, those people from the surrounding city, they were not open to that transforming power of God, to that transforming grace and love and healing and wholeness of God. And they rejected it. And they said to Jesus, leave us. We do not need you here. Leave us. We do not need you here. This Later this week, I am going to Camp Bratton Green, and I'm going to be a director of Special Session 2. And I'm doing it for the first time. And Special Session 2 is a week when campers who have some sort of a special need uh, come to, to camp for the week. And I'm really nervous about it. And I'm not nervous because it's my first time and I don't think I can do the job. I'm not nervous because I don't have much experience with people who have special needs. It has nothing to do with any of that. I'm nervous because, like the time I went to Parchment, I know I'm going to be transformed at Camp Bratton Green. I know I'm going to be transformed. And for me, that makes me nervous, and that's scary. Transformation is necessary, however scary it may be. God's power working in you, God's grace poured out upon you, God's presence and love in your midst, that can be scary because it can transform you. But if you open your heart and you open your mind and you open your eyes to 
that transforming power, which is capable of doing wonders, which is capable of doing, like our gospel lesson today, miracles. If you open yourself to the fact that God's transforming power and grace and forgiveness and love is there for you, that will set you free. That is what this Christian life is about. It is about being set free. And if we accept that power of God, that grace of God, that love of God that can transform us, well then, like the garrison demoniac in our gospel lesson today, and like that inmate in cell number four at Parchman, we will be set free. Amen.